Hello and welcome to the Academy of Conscious Creators podcast, where we have extraordinary discussions to empower you to create the story of your life. Each week, you will discover how to overcome painful patterns of mental, emotional and physical distress, how to drop the mask of your public persona, and revolutionary steps of what you can do to awaken your true health and potential. You have the power to create a new story of your life starting right now. So, what's your story? No doubt we've all experienced a period of discomfort over the past year. And perhaps this has been culminated with feelings of loss, anger, fear and insecurity. But have you ever considered what you want the next chapter of your life to look like? I'm your host Victoria and welcome to our show. Today Pete and I will discuss how you can shift from being an emotional reactor to a conscious creator. Welcome back Pete. Hi Victoria, good to be here again. Good to have you. It's so easy to react emotionally to things going on in our lives and we blame someone or something else for our circumstances. And often these um, emotional reactions tend to keep us stuck with the familiar and we keep repeating the same patterns. So how do we shift our perspective so that we can start to create something new? Yeah, so, you know, it's, um, well, firstly, it's great that we're, you know, getting stuck into such a meaty topic again. And mm. um, I think today is a powerful one that the readers and the listeners will get a lot out of. So I guess I'd start off by saying that, you know, it's understandable that we want to stick to the familiar because our default position is to stay within our comfort zones because that's where our ego or rather our protective personality, you know, would rather us be. And, you know, there are no unknown threats that exist in our comfort zones. And if you think about what society wants to happen at the moment, you know, through being forced out of the comfort zones because of what happened with COVID, you know, they want to return to normal as soon as possible. They want to go back to life as it, as it was before this you know, invasion and incursion that, uh, you know, they experienced. And the thing is, you know, that thought process comes from a position where, you know, the disease happened to me or happened to us or the government did that to me. And, you know, what I want is all that stuff that I can't control to stop and go away that so that I can return to where I was before. But the thing is, you know, it's not so much that these things happened to you. It's just that they happened, you know, for whatever reason. And so the world that we lived in before COVID, you know, it's no longer there. You know, that, that world has changed. It, it, it's moved on. So what we need to do is we need to change with it and then figure out how we call the shots moving forward so that you still get to live the type of life that you want, but albeit within the boundaries of, you know, the new social construct. So, you know, it's interesting because I think to the discerning mind, you know, what COVID has shown us is that even though we may not know what's around the corner, you know, we can't see um, too far into the distance, we can still choose to respond consciously uh, to the unknown or to act deliberately or on purpose, if you like. Uh, as opposed to, you know, reacting automatically and subconsciously. So one of those approaches comes from a position of feeling in control 
and the other comes from a place of feeling like a victim and being helpless. So personally, I know what position you know I'd rather be in and you know, where I'd rather come from. And so you know, when one thinks about creating something new, something that they want, something that you know, some kind of change that they want to effect, they really begin to embody what the idea of creation really is, and that's finding new ways to shine our unique light into the world, so that you can show up in the world in the way that you want to. Now, whether that's about you know, delivering new skills to, uh, to other people and, um, you know, sharing your passions uh, or becoming someone who's learned or is learning a new set of skills, whatever you want to do, you know, it's about changing yourself such that you develop and you start to radiate a new presence. And so what we'll be doing as we move into the conversation is just starting to unpack that and helping the, the listeners understand how they can start to make that transition occur in their own lives. Mm. Right, yeah, because choosing a response over a reaction um, is really important because it d demonstrates that we're in the present moment, we're in, our, in the present awareness. And so we can start to recognise this by noticing where our emotions have edges and feel contracted, such as fear, um, anger, resentment, mm. or whether they feel softer, like gratitude, certain, feeling capable, um, and when we choose the more joyful feelings, we're better able to connect with our higher mind and then create a more preferred outcome. Mm. So let's, yeah, let's talk about that in more detail. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think, you know, as we've said a number of times on previous podcasts, the creation process is really a feeling-driven process. It's not an intellectual undertaking. And, you know, of course, the other thing to remember about creation is that it happens in concert with others and with nature, you know, so it's actually co-creation mm. and that, that co-creating is always ongoing. Um, more often than not, we're, we're not actually aware of the fact that we're doing it, but it's always ongoing. So, you know, for example, if there's something that you, you know, are, are, are seeking in life, invariably you're going to need other people, other situations and circumstances to conspire with you to help that come about. So, you know, the, 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 there's always a kind of like a, um, a, a dual interaction going on. It's never something that happens solely on your own. Now, with that said, in terms of what it is you are focusing on, of course, you have the right to try and create outcomes that are based around your own ego and, uh, and are self-serving. And you also have the right to try and create outcomes you know, that are mutually beneficial. And it's up to you what you want to focus on, right? Because we have free will. However, the interesting thing is, is that if you try and manifest and create ego-based outcomes on a regular basis, you'll find probably that it's more difficult to make them come about. And in fact, in some situations, you'll probably find that they won't come to fruition at all. So you know, I think what's happening is that, you know, the universe has kind of got like a, a safety mechanism built into it. And um, because, as we said earlier, the creation is... Uh, in alignment with other people if ever we're thinking about bringing self-serving outcomes into the world that are perhaps going to trample on the thoughts and the feelings and the um, activity activities of others you know i'm not sure that the universe actually wants to kind of support that and so um i think the best way to approach it is that when we want to create something new it makes sense to us to you know come from a place of respect where the outcomes that we're trying to generate um, 
are ones that we deliver in such a way that they are respectful of those around us, that they support you know, the wider world and ultimately, you know, work harmoniously. So it's, it's all about, you know, making sure that what we feel into existence is, um, is serving both um, parties, not just ourselves. So it's got to be a, a, like a, um, uh, a mutually focused outcome for life to be much easier to happen for us. Otherwise, it would be a bit of a struggle. Mm. Yeah, it's really beautiful because it moves us from a place of like wanting and then massaging our egos to a space that feels a lot freer and more collaborative and supportive. Um, and I guess, you know, when we look at a lot of our external circumstances at the moment, if we're all coming from a place of, you know, fear and, um, you know, of, of, of our lives, you know, fear, fear of losing our lives, but also then creating fear around our fellow, you know, human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so therefore we're creating fearful experiences. Um, so if we start to look at how we can create a, a bigger dream um, and like, you know, like with many of us, we probably all dream of having a big home, a bigger home. I know I do. Um, and that might make us feel sort of accomplished and safe and respected. But then how does that serve the bigger picture? Um, and an example of this might be to ask ourselves, well, what would I give in return for X? Yeah. So, you know, you know uh, again, a great point that you brought up here, because um, I think the, the age old question kind of comes up and that is, you know, whether pursuing something like, you know, the big house and the nice car and things like that, you know, wealth and decadence. Is that like a non-spiritual pursuit, right? And as far as I'm concerned, you know, in my humble opinion, I think it's, you know, it's definitely not an issue. And I think that because, you know, the nature of life is abundance, right? You know, the universe is abundant. So that's our natural state. And we need to remember that. So I don't think, I don't think there's any real conflict in terms of wanting you know, to have a nice home and stuff like that, because, you know, we deserve it, right? So I haven't got a problem with that. But with that said, I still feel that we need to practice, you know, a level of discernment in terms of what it is that we are pursuing. I think, that, you know, we need to learn how to how to lean in, how to, how to listen to, and how to kind of, you know, tap into uh, and feel what our inner communications are that have been given to us from our bodies so that we could know and trust the choices that we're making are the right ones, and that they're in alignment with what makes sense for us, you know, as regards our bigger life path. So, you know, what we pick up from the inner world is really always focused on helping us to grow. It's focused on moving us forward and it's focused on helping us to expand more into life. Mm, yeah, really nice. And that's right, because we can't create from a place of fear. Um, fear, you know, makes us feel contracted. It's not expans- expansive. Um, so to consciously create a new experience, we need to shift into a place of well-being. And that comes by dissolving our old patterns of behaviour that, that are no longer aligned with um, who we will be once we've moved into that new experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we at the, at the academy guide our students through this shift? Yeah, so I think the first thing to, to, to kind of start with is just, to say that you know creation doesn't ever stop you know like i said it's always moving us forward even if you don't think it is but one thing to get straight is that you know the progression that we go through 
is not actually linear as we've been taught. Uh, it's actually more like a spiral, right? Mm -hmm. So even even when we think that our lives are stuck and that you know we're going nowhere and we're repeating the same patterns, we are actually always moving forward. And um, you know what we find is that the repeat experience of an old pattern or behaviour, you know, it's um, it may look the same, but actually there's something slightly different in it that allows us to see this pattern from a slightly different perspective. And so what the universe does is it gives us different um, options from which to look at the same scenario until we get to a point whereby we're like, ah, oh, right, yeah, okay, I get it. And then, you know, once you understand it, you can, you can stop it and then you can reprogram it and you can change it. But, you know, even if we're not talking about, you know, getting into a repetition cycle, you know, um, there will still be times in our life where it's quite clear that things have got to change, right? Mm -hmm. So an exercise that we have at the academy to help generate new changes in our lives is one where we get the students to go inside, as we call it, you know, take it to the body and not to name, but to feel the emotion of the thing that they need to change. So, for example, you know, the minute that you say to yourself, something needs to change here so I can create a new experience, you know, that's something that you're talking about that has a feeling to it. And so when you go into that feeling and you start to process it, as, as we show you, you know, that's the point from which you can start to manifest, and make the changes in your life begin to happen. So you, you, you tie in and tap into where that feeling is, and then you start to work on it using the systems and the tactics that we give you. And, um, and that's how the, uh, the recreating process uh, begins, if you like. So very powerful, very powerful method. Mm. And this is a great insight because um, I recall some experiences where they felt like so familiar. It's like I was reliving, you know, I was reliving the same experience, but it was Groundhog Day almost. Huh? Groundhog Day, yeah, exactly. I was living the same experience, but they were different people in different like setting. Yeah. But it was just so familiar. And so by understanding that, oh, hang on, we're in this space again, that means there's more stuff that I wasn't previously aware of mm -hmm. that is now coming up for release and that I'm obviously in a place where I'm ready, I'm ready to release it now and let go of the, of the um, things that are keep, you know, keeping that cycle going. Mm -hmm. um, so when we're able to recognise these experiences as a new teaching rather than slipping back into those feelings of victim and blame, um, we, we were able to then start to shift through the pain and create a new reality rather than repeating those same patterns. Mm -hmm. So let's share some of the benefits that um, students of the academy will, will learn. Sure, 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 sure. Um, just before I, I go through a few of those benefits, yeah, I, I want to add to what you've just said there. I think it's also important for the listeners to, or the, or the viewers to also understand that ultimately, when you're ready to get it, i.e. the pattern that you keep repeating, then you'll get it, <laughs> right? You know, if you're not ready to get it, then you won't get it, right? It, it, it's a funny thing in terms of how life works, but, you know, when the time is right, you'll know because it will be the right time. Right, um, and also it won't be as painful because it'll be like a aha moment, like, oh, exactly. exactly. that's what yeah. I've been doing, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. so a little and, bit of a relief at the same time, but... Yeah. And it comes back to what I think, you know, we said before as well about the fact that, you know, life gives you only that 
amount of stuff that you can handle at any one time. So yeah, you know, it's um, it's very, very intelligent. So yeah, <laughs> it's great to that it's got our back. But anyway, um, but yeah, in terms of the benefits that um, that the um, students can can pick up and, and, and leverage mm. from the academy, there are a number. But I'll give you probably about you know the, the, the top five or six. So you know, first of all, we treat you know teach you how to create on purpose. Um, we teach them how to establish clear emotional boundaries, how to meet your own needs and become self-dependent and self-trusting, how to develop healthy relationships, uh, you know, whether that's being like a strong family member or a member of the community, mm-hmm. um, to discover that life is always in your favour, even though you may not think it is. And that's probably one of the most empowering realisations that students will, you know, will, will come across. Um, in addition to that, it's how to be open to receiving, how to feel secure in the face of uncertainty, and many, many more things uh, aside from those. But that's just like, you know, a little taster to get people kind of warmed up to, to what they can expect when they start to um, come on board and work with us. Well, it certainly sound, sounds sweet to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, that's really great. And um, thank you for... Um, having another fascinating discussion with me today. I'll just summarise for the students what what we covered today. So one, um, we discussed what life might look like when we shift from being an emotional reactor to a conscious creator. We discussed how to move through the pain of blame and victim by learning the lesson. And we summarised by um, sharing how the Academy will support you to create a healthier, a healthier, to create a healthier and happier you. And um, if you would like to continue this conversation with us, you can join our weekly Facebook Live answer session and we will see you another time. Thanks for joining us. Okay, see you later.